Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Yes, let's talk. <laughs> We're live. And oh yeah, it feels so nice. It smells good. Oh, I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. You're hanging out with us, and we just want to welcome you to the Now What Society. The Now What Society is a podcast created for you. Yes, you, my friend. You've come <laughs> to the right place. We talk about all kinds of things here. That's what I've noticed. We do. And, you know, we try to each month we have this topic that we focus around. Mm -hmm. And I love that because I think we can get a lot of insight from our guests. I mean, we've had yep. some amazing guests yeah, over the have. last couple of months, especially, I mean, go back next month if you haven't listened to our sex week. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. got to do another, I think we got to do a full month of that. But yeah. So many, so many amazing conversations happening. Yeah. Real conversations. Just keeping it real here. Keeping so it real. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to leave a review, that always helps us, mm -hmm. right? That always makes uh, the podcast more available, gets into that weird iTunes or not iTunes, <laughs> the algorithm of Apple podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so reviews are super, super, super important for us. We have no budget. You know, we're just two ladies here hanging out, <laughs> keeping it real. Exactly. Supporting you on your journey. And we want questions. So yes. if you head on over to the nowitsociety.com, we have a button, a big mm -hmm. orange button on the top right-hand side. If you have a topic we want, you'd like us to discuss a question, mm -hmm. we will keep you anonymous. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're here to share our experience, the stuff that we've learned along our journeys and, you know, take away the shame and whatever. Like we talk about things people don't want to talk about. So yeah. ask us anything. Hey, have you been taking your recovery bits? Uh, I didn't actually mm. since my little episode a few weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to start actually taking them again next week because I never had that kind of a reaction last time. Yep. Uh, so I am going to start trying again this week and see what mm. happens. So if you haven't tried recovery bits, I just want to plug them. There is a discount code, uh, which is now what? I really love the recovery bits. Mm -hmm. If I am in a, in a, like how I live my life running yeah. <laughs> always, yeah. um, the recovery bits are super helpful in that. I feel like I'm completely nourished because I am, and you can go back and listen to the episode that we had with Catherine, uh, about the energy bits and grab some, because it's like, you're eating a meal with these little bits. And you know what they're really great for? Any because we have the holidays coming up. If you're doing yeah. intermittent fasting, oh yeah, they do That's not. Be me. They do not break your fast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I used to take them in the morning, mm -hmm. nice. especially when I was traveling, right? Because yep. there was long periods of time I couldn't stop, yep. and I got all my nourishment. Yep, and I felt good. When I'm going to London, I'm taking them for right? sure. Bit so, it up. Yeah, use that uh, now. What discount? Yeah, uh, and we also have a page on the website mm -hmm. about all of our 
wonderful partners that we have and discounts. So check that out as well. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a, a juicy conversation I'm thinking today, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. What are we talking about? Tapping into your G O D God. Serious. It is. Why it is it is. so serious? Well, because I think that once you gain that spiritual connection, Mm-hmm. things change true that right it you know we had a really great conversation when i was down there about overeating mm. right and under eating and why you know we got to do for a, the record a, i'm an under eater i'm an overeater mm-hmm. i and, didn't even know there was an under eater like that this was a thing under eating mm-hmm. so i just i'm owning that I'm an undereater, which causes great pain in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we were talking and we're going to do a separate episode on this, but yep. how, you know, when I needed to get sober, I, you know, found 12 step recovery and mm-hmm. I found a spiritual solution and I no longer want to drink like that just doesn't even cross my mind anymore. Right. And, you know, I, I believe we can do that in all these different aspects in our lives. And I have except the food for some mm-hmm. reason it is mm-hmm. it wavers you know sometimes mm-hmm. i when i'm spiritually connected i don't overeat yeah i don't under eat yeah when i'm right? spiritually tapped in yeah everything is smooth sailing mm-hmm. yeah it's uh you know in 12 steps they say it's a daily maintenance right it's, yeah. our spiritual condition is um contingent upon our daily maintenance, what we're doing every day to stay connected to that relationship with a higher power or G-O-D or the universe or the ocean, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So in your early recovery, what did that look like for you? How did you tap in your early, go back, go back? (laughs) Well, when I go back, I wasn't going to have any of it. Oh, really? No. And this is something, you know, if you're, if you're listening and maybe you're struggling with any type of addiction, there's so many different ones out there. There's so many addictions. Yeah. Dude, can we just talk about that for a second? (laughs) I mean, we just had the episode about uh, phone addiction, Mm -hmm. right? Porn addiction, shopping addiction, gambling addiction, uh, work addiction. Hello, the hustle mentality. Yep. Uh, We're all addicted to something. Yeah, we are. It's you know, owning up to it, admitting it, recognize like the recognition. Oh my God, I think I have a problem. Mm-hmm. People don't want to do that. No, they don't. No. They okay. Don't. So, so we're going to go back in time for a minute and you're just at that point of recognizing, Oh, I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to, I need to, tap into something or change something or what, how was that for you? I'm thinking about how it was for me. So I'm going to be quiet and listen. Okay. Thanks. I appreciate you letting me speak now. Um, I, (laughs) (laughs) I was, I had had many physical bottoms throughout my journey, but I really believe that I had this, you know, awakening moment or this divine intervention when I finally hit my spiritual bottom because I didn't want to live anymore. Right. So I'm going into recovery. I'm I'm willing to do what it takes. And that's why I'm still here, because I think a lot of people come into recovery. And as soon as they see that three letter word, God, 
they're like, that's it. These are cults. But you're speaking specifically about a 12-step program. Yes. Now. Because other programs don't talk about the G.O.D. Exactly. And, you know, but if you continue on and you actually investigate, you become curious, you'll learn what it's really about, right? Which you get this spiritual life. You gain the spiritual life as a result of doing some actions. So anyway, I was very like, I'm going to pick my own adventure. Like people are suggesting I do, you know, 12 steps. I'm going to maybe do six of them. And I was white knuckling it for the first six months. And I remember going to, you know, one of my mentors and I just said, you know, I don't know if I can do this. This is really hard. And I just don't know because, you know, I was my marriage was ending. I had a lot of stuff going on when I got sober. And she said, you know what, Tamar, you need to let go and let God. And I wanted to like throw up in my mouth. Like I, I just when she said that, I'm like, oh, of course, you're going to say that. Right. And but I sat there and listened because I didn't want to go back. I That was the one thing that I knew was that I don't want to go back there. And so she said, I want you to go home. And she goes, I know you don't pray. She goes, but I want you to go home and I want you to just ask God to give you like bright, shining, beaming light, spotlight that God is in your life, right? That you don't have to control things anymore. Because that was really, I was trying to control my life and that wasn't going so well for me. My choose my own adventure, not a good adventure. So um, she said, I'm also going to take you to church on Sunday, which I was like double want to get sick of my mouth. Um, but I was willing to do what it takes. So I went home. I remember getting actually down on my knees, which, you know, I don't do often. And I'm like, okay, God, if you exist, you know, higher power, whatever you want to call it. Um, I need, I need a sign that you're actually in my life and I, I can stop, like I can give up control. And so, and I might've shared this on the show before, <laughs> but that Sunday I went to church very reluctantly and I walked in and I just thought, okay, I'm going to be open-minded. I'm going to listen to what this pastor has to say. And it was a youth pastor, very hot, very handsome. That helped grab my attention instantly. So you can't tell me that that's not G-O-D working in my life. Like how, tomorrow can I get your attention? Hot youth pastor. And he walked over to the side of the stage that we were sitting on and my, my friend was sitting beside me. And he goes, if you're here because you need to let go and let God, you're in the right place. And I just about started bawling, Lane, bawling. The whole service was about everything I had prayed about. I've never had anything like that happen to me before. And I just like, when we got into the car, I started just, I let it out. I, I don't think I've cried that much before in one sitting. I was just like, okay, I believe there's something bigger than me out there. <laughs> and at that point, I realized it doesn't have to be what everybody else believes. Like, you know, and a lot of people say good orderly direction, right? That intuition, hearing it through other people. And, you know, I had met many of those experiences. I remember <laughs> that same mentor called me out about my humility, and she's like, you know, I want you to think about what humility means to you and what it means to you in your recovery. And I at first respond was like, what a biatch. Like, how dare she say that? I'm the humblest person I know. <laughs> you don't say that when you're humble. But uh -huh. again, I decided, right, 
let's I went with a friend to church that weekend and you know maybe four times at this point and sure enough on the top of the board guess what the topic was that day humility so ever since then all it took was a few signs that I could not explain that I'm like okay maybe there's something to this god thing and ever since then it's more for me been a seeking it's been a seeking of getting people in my life who are also spiritual i like that <laughs> yeah it's simple right what about you yeah what about me well what was that experience like for you tapping into god tapping um in my early recovery i was fortunate enough to meet this woman who was uh in ministry school and she would just hold my hands and pray with me and, and I am not a church person. I am not, a, you know, like I just, it's not how I was raised. It just wasn't in my kind of my life structure. Mm -hmm. But she had something about her that was so magical. And she would hold my hands and pray. And I had never had anybody pray, pray on me or pray with me or pray around me. And there was this one time where, I just like, there was a presence, right? My whole body kind of lit up and I thought, whoa, what's happening? And I think that that was kind of the start of my um, chasing, right? Like I wanted to feel more of that. And it's a tranquility. Uh, there is less of me and more of the world. There is a peace about it. Um, yeah, it was really just quite lovely. And after that experience and after, you know, a couple of years, I got involved with ministry and started studying and going down that route of ministry and coursework. And I loved it. I lo like, sometimes I think I should have just stayed on that path and become a minister. Like I should have just done that, mm -hmm. but there's the shoulda, woulda, couldas. And like, my path is Obviously it's not obvious to some, but obvious to me that my path is laid out and I just show up and it evolves every day. And I'm in absolute acceptance of that. When I am not tapped into that presence, I am in resistance and I hate my life. Mm -hmm. And so I think all of that early training or being in this, in this, in her presence and being amongst other people who were highly spiritual and highly um, active in the spiritual community uh, helped shaped my beliefs, how I wanted to tap in. Uh, people used to think I was really weird about it and I didn't talk about it. I was like, no, I'm not talking about it. It was very like, not, not, not. And Danny said to me, she said, you know, that's a miss that's you're not being of service. If you can't talk about this presence, then you're not serving this presence. 
Yeah. And I was like, whoa. So that kind of changed me. Uh, and I've just, I've been on a quest since my early days, mm-hmm. you know, it's just evolved and grown. And, uh, there's so many ways to tap into it. So many, um, yeah, there's just so many pathways. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's been cool. It's been really cool. Yeah. If, if somebody would have told me that this is what I would be doing with my life when I put down drinking, like, you know, my, all my habits, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> like that's going to become the most important thing to me. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Money is always the most important thing to me, <laughs> but you know, no, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such a cool journey. And I think people need to remove, you know, if you're like me and you're like, Mm-mm, no, I'm mm-hmm. not doing this. Right. I, because my experience was I would go to church with friends when I was eight, these seven, yep. eight years old. And it was a very punishing God. It was like the way that it was spoke about in the church and not every church. Right. Um, today I do go to church with my partner and because that's important to her, but, but I think the timing on that right there is so God. Oh, I so God right there. It's not even funny. No, it's not. Like and when you told me you were going, I was not surprised at all. No, and it it feels good. Yeah, but like I've I don't label myself as something. I just believe that there's a God. I believe that I don't have to control because I used to be the right. general manager of the universe. Don't you know? Right. But people, I think people who are not in recovery, they they have a different experience with GOD. Yeah. And that's why we need to talk about this, right? Because I, you know, my mom included. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first went into recovery, you know, one of her friends had thought about quitting drinking and she had gone as well into a step, a 12 step program. And my mom's like, oh, yeah, it didn't work for her because it's religious. And I said, actually, it's not, mom. And she said, yeah, it is. My friend went. And I'm like, okay, don't listen to your daughter who's five years in at that point. That's cool. (laughs) But it just, it goes to show you, right, that when you're not in it and you're not experiencing it, we have these judgments about things when we don't really know. And you know, when somebody told me, find your own, like actually a good exercise I had in the beginning, right? Learning to tap into my GOD was the prayer, right? Gratitude, praying for other people. Like if you're really mad, (laughs) pray for somebody. Um, But writing down what you want that to look like. And for me, it's love, it's connection, it's calm, right? And I inevitably, anytime I pray and say, I need answers. Like I do not know what to do in this situation somebody either i hear something in the shower often i get ideas when i'm sleeping or somebody will say something to me a friend and i'm like are you in are you up here are you in my head right now because i was just praying about that and the more that happens the more i'm like okay i'm really i am tapping in here like we're having full on conversations which is so cool it is cool that universal flow right yeah I dig it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, something that we can invite our listeners to 
tap in today, mm-hmm. uh, in recovery, not in recovery, just the open-mindedness, Yeah, right? That there is something guiding your life. Uh, I was working with a client last week and, and, you know, literally life is falling apart, you know, and there's a lot of, he said, she said, they said, this is just the worst. And I said, you know, well, there's this power that's really looking out for you and guiding you and directing. And she was like, no, F you lane. (laughs) And, and, you know, okay, I'm going to say, sure. Okay. I'll take that. You can tell me to fuck off. That's fine. But this goes to our experience tomorrow, Mm -hmm. right? Where we have bared witness and watch people's lives fall apart to actually fall together. Mm-hmm. And there's something magical in letting go to let that God, that universal spirit come in and take over. And again, people are like, how, 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 <laughs> like, how do I let go? And it's really like just making a phone call, right. going on a walk, right? It's like changing your direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, I want to invite our listeners today with wh- with whatever you're doing in your life of just tapping into that resource. You know, uh, there's a bunch of meditations in the community that you can use. Uh, there's, you know, I think meditation is one of the greatest tools, the easiest tools to tap into it. Mm-hmm. There's also just catching your breath, right? Just your breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tap in today. Tap in and find people who are spiritual, right? There's yes. lots, lots of people who are spiritual people and have people like we love to have conversations. Like when somebody wants to talk G-O-D with me. Oh my God, let's do that. Let's have a party and have, and, okay. If you're listening to this episode <laughs> and you're fired up about G-O-D or you're like, I don't understand you. I want you to reach out to us so you can come on the show. Let's have a party. Let's have a party podcast episode and we all talk about G-O-D. I'm down. And ask questions. Wouldn't that be fun? It would be so oh. fun. Oh my gosh. Please join us on the show. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Yeah. It's it's such a great topic. And I think that it just, it takes time. Time takes time. Time takes time. But, you know, for me, it was always, oh, well, I'm suffering right now. Right. Why am I going through all this stuff? But I feel now the way I understand it is that as long as I keep focused on what I want to do, I'm able to get through anything, right? And it's not, a t- I'm not going to call it a test, oh my God. right? Because it's, it's, but it is like, how badly do you want something? And in those times of suffering, are you still going to be service driven? Are you still going to try and do the right things? And for me, I mean, look at the last few months. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I feel more connected to G.O.D. today than I ever have. You know what's testing me right now, Tamar? What? Okay. The trash truck now is here. (laughs) And the carpet cleaning next door. And the dogs down the street are barking. Mm -hmm. Right? All of that is spiritual. Mm -hmm. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the past, you probably would have got up. Oh my God, yes, I'd be screaming. And tore a strip out of somebody. (laughs) I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not today. 
Not today. No. So lucky. Ah. Nice pause. That's the other part, is being able to not always have to say things. No. I feel like when I'm spiritually connected, that's something that I can do now is actually sit in silence. Pause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just allow people to be. Mm-hmm. Or the conversation to just be. Right? Yeah. But we could wrap it up with a bow right now if we'd like. I think we can. Would you rather? Bring it. Oh, Bring would it, you Lane. rather pray down on your knees every day or never pray at all? Oh, well, that pray on my knees every day. <laughs> that was good, right? Because I know what happens to me when I don't pray at all. Yeah. Squirrely. Yeah. Disconnection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was all a right. great one. Yeah. Let us know what you would do mm-hmm. over at the thenowwhatsociety.com. Tamara, thanks for hanging out today. It was so much fun, Lane. Bye, everyone.